Welcome back to Clay, a podcast for courageous leaders always yearning to be the best that they can possibly be, always yearning for more of him in your life, uh, and that being Jesus. My name is Justin, and I am your host, and uh, this is a reboot of Clay, uh, and a reboot meaning I've only taken about uh, six weeks off, ultimately. It was an unplanned six weeks. I'm going to get into that in a little bit here uh, but just to catch you up, this is the first episode that is uh, continuing video, uh, so you can find us if you're used to listening to us on audio only. We're now on YouTube as well, and by we, at this current point in time, I mean me. Uh, so if you don't like my face, don't go to YouTube. If you like my face, don't tell me because I'll get self-conscious. Outside of that, I'm I'm grateful to be here. There's been a, a lot that's happened in the last six weeks, and I'm excited to catch you up over time. I'm excited to fill you in. I'm excited to uh, hopefully add some value to you and encourage you with where you are at. Clay, for those that uh, are joining us for the first time, uh, for those of us that have been here for a while, you know that Clay comes uh, both from uh, two separate uh, texts, specifically uh, in Jeremiah and Isaiah. Specifically in Jeremiah, when God tells Jeremiah to head down to uh, the potter's house because he's going to show him something. I'm going to paraphrase here and uh, not get into uh, a, a sermon, so to speak. But Jeremiah's down there, and he's watching the, the potter at work. And the potter, when uh, the potter makes an error, if you've ever seen somebody working a clay wheel before, uh, an, an error is often just uh, redone by taking your hand and pushing down on that, uh, that object that you're making uh, to remake it, to remake it new. A, uh, somebody that's working a wheel, I, I don't if you've, if you've not had a chance, go to YouTube and just uh, look at a couple of clips of uh, the different tools that a potter will use as they're uh, making uh, these these pots and uh, these dishes and uh, really works of art, really. It's quite fascinating to watch and to think about us as men. This podcast is originally tailored towards men. We do have a, uh, a pretty... Um, uh, a, a more substantial than I initially realized a female audience that tunes in as well. And so that's why we shifted gears uh, about 20 episodes or so to uh, just be a bit more uh, generic as far as uh, men and women. But uh, you'll find that I speak directly to men often and uh, my heart is for you as a man. I, I get it. Life is difficult. Life has uh, got its challenges. It has its ups and its downs. It has its uh, twists and its turns. It has its things that take you by surprise. I absolutely get that uh, because I'm like you. I'm a human and we're doing life. And that's something that happens regardless of who you are and uh, where you've been and where you're going. You're going to deal with things. And I would be remiss not to remember that as I communicate and talk with you and talk to you in, in some ways. Being a courageous leader who is always yearning for more Jesus in your life takes, it takes a lot out of you, actually. But it also puts a lot in you. It's also very energizing and something that, uh, again, we will spend some more time talking about. 
But as we come back and as we have a bit of a reboot here, uh, you'll notice that uh, for those of you that are watching online, this isn't a super cool background. I have some cool lights, but that's really about it. I've got a whiteboard behind me because I'm not ready for you to see uh, the backdrop. And uh, I don't know when I'm going to have that done, to be honest. Uh, I don't know uh, when the perfect time is going to be. And that's part of why I've chosen to go ahead and hit record again and get back on here because uh, I don't know there will ever be a perfect time. I've got some shifting to do here in the office to uh, not really to to not have a weird looking background to begin with because it's kind of a weird shaped office in our house here. And I just got tired of waiting. Um, but I, I needed that time uh, that I took between uh, the last upload and this one. And it's ironic because a few weeks before my last upload, uh, about two, I uploaded a special uh, episode that I recorded with a friend of mine, Brad Austin, who has a awesome, awesome podcast. I'll plug that below in the description as well. But uh, his podcast is called Becoming Undeniable. And it was a fantastic episode that uh, he asked me to join him on uh, for his show. And I really enjoyed it. And we talked a lot about starting a podcast, what that looks like, and uh, things to avoid. And uh, things to avoid... There's, there's a few things to avoid. One of them is not uploading. <laughs> uh, if you want to maintain consistency and an audience, you need to consistently upload. And so I had a goal last year of uh, uploading at least once a week. I accomplished that, uploaded uh, more than once a week on average. Uh, but by the end of the year, it was just barely over once a week. And I was pretty stoked about that and pretty pleased about that since it was my first year in podcasting and had garnered a bit of an, bit of an audience, even a, a recurring audience, which I felt very blessed by. And uh, that being said, my vision and long-term goal for the podcast was kind of foggy overall. I just never planned on quitting or stopping. And uh, with a lot of things, uh, that's kind of the personality that I've adopted in this current stage of my life. I'm going to trust in God to guide me where he wants me to go and continue to step forward and continue to keep moving forward and uh, go all in where I believe he's called me to go, go all in. Uh, that being said, I don't think that that's a full-time podcasting yet. It's not in this season. Uh, so you can continue to expect one to two episodes a week. Um, and that's, I, I think, I think that's pretty good for somebody who's uh, not making this a full-time uh, career or job. I'm not trying to make this into a, an income I've mentioned before. Uh, you're not going to get much advertisements here because I don't really want anybody to tell me what to say or that I can't say something that I want to say. Even if there's an advertiser that aligns uh, pretty much with my values, right? Uh, I don't want to uh, have to say something or pretend that I like something for you. And that's uh, uh, probably, I mean, not even necessary to be concerned about at this point in time with the uh, uh, age that Clay is. But that's something that I intend to carry out for the duration of uh, this podcast. Mainly, I just enjoy talking. I enjoy this medium here. I think it's really cool that I can grab a microphone like this guy here and sit and talk. And I think it's even cooler that you're giving up your time to listen or to watch and listen. I think that's, I think that's cool. And that's why you're going to see some improvements to this background. You're going to see some consistent improvements to the podcast itself. Uh, you're also going to see some added guests later. And I have talked about that before, and that is still part of the plan. Um, honestly, I just like talking, and I'm not afraid to admit that. I do enjoy having conversations. I enjoy uh, sharing what I'm learning and enjoy sharing what I'm going through. 
And sometimes I will literally just talk to hear myself talk. And that is something that I've learned can be a strength or it can be an absolute weakness. So I started a podcast so I could uh, make it a, a strength, I think. That being said, if you're still here with me after uh, eight minutes or so, it's uh, probably because you're a previous listener to the podcast, and so you're going to get to hear a bit about why I took a break. And uh, for those of you that are new joining us, I hope that you'll uh, stick around and subscribe and uh, spend some more time with us in the future. What I can promise from this podcast is you're going to get some authenticity, you're going to get uh, some realism, uh, you're going to get some reality, and you're just going to get to hear me uh, walk through and, and talk about life. I am uh, the a very, very proud and excited father of two. I have a three-year-old son and a daughter who uh, is much younger than that. Um, and they're, uh, they're, my, they're my life. Um, they're much of uh, why I do what I do on a day-to-day basis uh, is, is, is very much so inspired by them. Uh, I am married uh, to the most incredible woman in the world. I, uh, I I lucked out. I absolutely did. God blessed me with a incredible, incredible woman. She is an amazing mother and an amazing wife, uh, and I am I'm I'm seriously I'm so blessed to have her as uh, my my partner in life, my running mates, uh, my um, my wife, and that's a really big deal to me. And you're going to hear that uh, more uh, coming up in uh, future episodes as well. And uh, for those of you that uh, don't uh, know me, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's who I am. I'm a father, I'm a husband, I'm a Christian, and uh, God has done a miracle in my life. And he has uh, captured my heart, and it has been a beautiful, amazing, crazy journey. And that's what you're going to hear more about. Uh, I'm very unapologetic in my faith, uh, both in uh, my career outside of these walls uh, in life in general. I sincerely enjoy getting into the Word. Uh, I love uh, challenging uh, my, my brothers to, to, to pick up uh, their cross daily, as I love to be challenged to do so. I am not uh, somebody who... I, I don't like to mince words. I don't like to waste uh, time with people or waste people's time. So uh, hopefully you understanding that uh, will make you more likely to uh, subscribe and stick around and perhaps share the show. That is the only way this show is going to grow is through word of mouth and sharing it. And I am totally okay with that because if uh, I have shared something that's worth you passing this on, then uh, I will consider that a win. You're going to see a few other things. Uh, you're not going to see a lot of editing. You're not going to see a lot of fancy uh, anything. I'm a one-man show right now, and so that is a-okay with me. Uh, that's also helps me be more flexible and do things on my time and my schedule. What that does mean, though, is I don't have a lot of time for editing. I don't have a lot of time for scrubbing audio. I don't really have a lot of time for doing for sitting down and, and recording, to be completely honest. I will try and keep things uh, in a time frame that makes sense, but there's going to be days, there's going to be episodes where you're going to get an hour <laughs> of, of, of me talking about whatever we're talking about going through. And I'm less excited about those ones, uh, to be honest. I, uh, excuse me. See, no editing. You're going to hear that in the audio for the podcast and also for the audio on YouTube. So, so sorry. Um, not really. I'm not sorry at all. Um, you're going to learn 
that a big part of uh, why I do what I do is because I care about you. Uh, I care about you, the, the listener, the person on the other ends and where you're at today. I, uh, I know and I have um, experienced conversations with people who are struggling in their faith. Uh, I have known uh, and uh, heard from people who have no faith at all, but who have listened to uh, this show and have garnered some value from it. And that's led to faith-based conversations. And uh, I have, um, I've heard from some people who uh, have, have just uh, had some radical change in their heart because of something that was said on an episode somewhere. And I am moved uh, to the core by that. And I, I don't take that lightly. I, I don't take that lightly, uh, which is part of why you won't get a bunch of editing. You you won't get a bunch of uh, cut clips and, uh, and, and audio because I want you to hear me work through some things as well and those that are going to be on the show's guests. Uh, it's not going to be interview episodes. It's going to be working through tough questions and conversations. You'll get to know my guests. Uh, there'll be people that I'm excited to have conversations with for you and for your benefit, but they're going to have a story to tell. And that's because we all have a story to tell. Your story is going to reach somebody that I could never reach. I could never have the impact on, I'm, I'm not going to connect with. I, I just won't, but your story will. And if there's anything that you get from this show, or if there's anything that you get at all, I hope it is uh, that you know that you you are loved and that there is a purpose for your life in a world that seems so purposeless at times, or at the very least, the marketing message seems to allude to being purposeless, which is absolutely ridiculous. But you are a sinner. You fall into the same camp I do. And in your sin, you are lost. You're your result is death. It's eternal separation from the God of the universe, the God who created everything, who brought this world into existence and sent his son to pay the price, the atonement, the price for your sins. He hung on a cross after being beaten and brutalized. And What's more is he conquered the grave three days later and rose again to new life. And that new life is available to those who truly believe and profess that belief and live it. And you're going to know that that's true and that you believe that because your actions will show that. The, the life that you live will be changed. The gospel is transformative. It isn't a, a quick message that you hear once and go, oh, yeah, that sounds good, and then move on about your life and hope for the best. You'll find that there's a big difference between somebody who truly believes and lives out the gospel and somebody who's heard it, who thinks that it's good news and sounds great, and they said a prayer one day, and then that was it. Now, what I'm not going to get into in this episode is semantics and difference between this or that person my point in sharing that is that I want you to know no matter where you're at in life, no matter what you're going through, you're welcome here. Uh, you're welcome here. And I hope that uh, this podcast serves to encourage and to inspire you. 
I hope that as you listen to episode after episode or as you watch me talk to the camera in my office here, that you you realize that there's more to life than probably what you're seeing. And it's incredible. And it's not what the world has to offer. It's not about getting a bunch of accolades and success and things. You will also find that I am very much so eager to encourage you to work hard and put in an effort into what you're doing and what you've been called to do. The rewards for that are often things and status and success. So you'll find that I'm not anti those things. I know that there's a lot of hurt around that. But I do think that those things have a place. And that place is far below Christ. It's far below the throne. It's far below God and your relationship with him. And what you do with those things, and we will talk more about this in the future as well, in future episodes to come, and I've talked about it in past episodes, and we'll talk about it with guests too. What you do with those things, what you do with what you're given, says a lot about who you are and what your character is. And character is something we will talk about agnosium here. Because you're clay in his hands. And if God can do with Israel what he uh, uses that metaphor uh, in Jeremiah of the potter and the clay. If he can do with Israel, if he can do with anything, this is the God of the universe who made uh, everything out of nothing, who brought this world into existence. If he can do all that, he can certainly change you. He can certainly change who you are. And that's why we've called this podcast Clay. Because you and I are clay in his hands to be shaped and molded for his purpose based on your decisions and what you want to do in this life. Now, there's a lot to that, and you can see that we could go a ton of different directions there. My, my main overall point there is that who you are today isn't finite. It doesn't have to be it. The person that you think that you are today, your limitations, your personality, the things and lies that you have probably told yourself and believed about why you can't do something great, why you can't have an impact in your community, why you can't be confident enough to talk to that person in the coffee shop about your faith and about who you are and what Jesus has done in your life those things that are holding you back from stepping forward in your local church to volunteer for that ministry that calls at your heart, that tugs at your heartstrings, those things that are keeping you complacent and quiet and reserved and passive in your life, those are the things that I want to call to light. Those are the things that I want to challenge you on, and I want to see you and hear about you. I want comments below and stories about you stepping forward and trusting in God for His wisdom and direction. Those are the things that you're going to hear and, and we're going to talk about, that we're going to wrestle with. So where have I been for six weeks? I'll put it uh, completely uh, blunt and straightforward for you. I was in a bit of a dark place for much of the last six weeks. And I don't know how to really explain that to you. Uh, I don't really know how to explain that to myself either. Um, I've got nothing to be 
in in darkness about really life is uh life is amazing but i was feeling a certain kind of way uh, i was tired physically tired uh having a few days of good sleep followed by a few days of very broken sleep uh feeling a little uh heavy uh, feeling a little bit weighed down by uh, all of the things that I had piled onto my plate. Uh, I said yes to a lot of things, so much so that I needed to say no real quick. And it's ironic. I've got a few episodes about that uh, from a year ago to up to really uh, last December even about figuring out what you need to say no to. And I, I did a terrible job drawing some boundaries in certain areas of my life. And so I made some decisions to uh, pull back on a few things really quickly. And that was uh, a self-preservation after seeking some counsel from a few men that I have in my life uh, that are willing to call out uh, those things and to challenge me on uh, where, uh, where my heart is, to check the... Uh, status of my soul. And I'm very, very grateful for those men. And again, you're going to hear a lot of things coming up about who you have in your life, who you meet with, who you spend time with. It's all very, very important. So six weeks, I don't want to mislead you. Nothing crazy like detrimental happened. It just seemed like there was a lot of uh, negativity around me in a lot of different areas. And it was kind of starting to weigh on my heart. I put a lot more effort into some areas of my life that I didn't need to put a ton of effort into, such as my job, spending more hours uh, working. And you're going to hear, again, that's like that's an ongoing struggle for me. Uh, I, I like to win, as you probably like to win, too. And when you start winning in certain areas, such as your job, it becomes it becomes addicting. You want to keep winning, don't you? And so you'll spend more time winning and less time where you need to be winning because you're already getting the easier win or it's coming naturally. And so ultimately, nothing really radical happened to put me in a state of not podcasting for six weeks. For instance, the last episode published was on January 31st. So that is about six weeks to the date of the, this podcast that's going live. And it all stemmed from a feeling of inadequacy. It all stemmed from a feeling of imposter syndrome and feeling like I didn't, uh, I got lost. I got lost as to the purpose of this uh, and this podcast altogether why I do it, why I am uh, sitting in my office after my house has gone to sleep. Why? And I, I shared some of the, the practical why. Um, and I'm about to share with you some of the more uh, real, tangible, emotional why. But ultimately, I was starting to feel really inadequate in more areas than one in my life. And it's a matter of listening to the lies. I was starting to listen to 
the doubts in my mind about whether or not I could do it, whether or not I could succeed, whether or not I could be the best dad I possibly want to be and the best husband and the best employee or the best business owner, the best friend, uh, the best brother, all of these uh, things, I began to listen to darkness. I began to listen to Satan. I began to listen to uh, the evil one, these thoughts. I began to I began to buy in to the lie, and what that turned into in my heart uh, was a feeling of inadequacy and an acceptance of that. And the dangerous thing about that is that you are probably inadequate. Yep, I said it. You're probably inadequate. You're probably not capable of doing it all by yourself. That's me telling me that. That's also me telling you that you probably don't have everything that you need to be all of those things. Because you're not perfect. And I'm not a perfectionist by nature, which is weird that I found myself struggling with this. But like, seriously, you're not perfect. And that's okay. Because there's only one perfect person that has ever walked this earth, and that's Jesus. And you don't have to be him. Because we only need one. He paid the price. He is the one, the only way. And yet, you want to figure everything out and fix everything for yourself, don't you? It's just so crazy to me. It's just so crazy to think about the fact that I'm like, I'm a fallible, broken human being like anybody else, and yet I think that I can do it all myself. No, there's there, there's a, a, a grace, there's excitement, there's a, a joy to being somebody who is inadequate. Why? Because I want to have a vision for life and the life that God's called me to that is so big and is so real that I can't do it without him. Like, without God, I will fail. I've got some. I've got some goals personally. I've got some people that I want to see reached. I've got. Uh, I've got a number of men in my life, and more men by the day that I am going to meet and to grow uh, relationships with. That I want to see them become uh, warriors for Christ, disciples making disciples, making disciples. Because uh, that's where my heart is. And when I think about that, when I think about the radical transformation that I expect to see in the Pacific Northwest, I can't do that without God. I can't do that without my brothers and sisters in Christ. But I really, like, I really can't. There's no way, no how. There's just no way. And that's a beautiful thing. It didn't feel beautiful, you know, two, three weeks ago. And I'm kind of sitting there wallowing in my own whatever, just going, man, like, I'm so lame. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Who are you trying to impress? Who are you trying to please? If you think for one moment that God is expecting you to earn his grace, you don't know him. You don't know you don't know his character. There's nothing that you can do that's ever going to earn a place in heaven. There's nothing that you can do that's ever going to earn his love. 
This is a lie that's been built up for years that you could ever, uh, ever atone for your own sin, your own life. And it totally defeats the purpose of grace. And this has become real in my life as becoming a parent and uh, kind of learning more about what it means to be gracious and seeing what the world did to itself the last few years specifically. And we've been doing it for really since the beginning of time, right? But just to see the church erode in many ways for years, from the beginning of this COVID era to now, we're still, we're still fighting it, aren't we? Just to, and I'm guilty, guilty as charged, saying some really terrible things about other brothers and sisters. Saying some terrible things about my government, politicians. I'm confessing right here. Totally buying into uh, negativity and not having very productive conversations at times. Now, I, I will say this. Early on, I was challenged with that fact. And so I made it a purpose to do my best to have productive conversations about my disagreements with decisions that were made and uh, reasons for those decisions. Not perfect, though. This guy, not perfect. And I'll never claim to be. So I suppose what might be helpful at this point is to share with you, just to share with you why I'm here. I'm here pressing record because I know that one day I won't be able to. No, I don't have any diagnoses or anything like that. No, I don't expect to disappear from this earth anytime soon. But what I do know and what has been made very, very clear to me in the last couple of weeks is that life is very, very precious. And this life that we have is, is really the, the one shot that we have on this earth. And I'm not going to go down without a fight for truth. I want my son to always know, to always be able to go back and hear his father's voice. Much of what I'm doing and pressing record is for him. I'll be completely honest. I want to see him grow old and have a family and to raise kids of his own. I want to see all of those things. I want, I want to have a long life here on earth. I want to, I want to see much of this earth, of this world. I want to experience much. I am uh, also recording for my daughter. I want her to always know, no matter what happens, that she is loved. That she is so precious. And you're going to get plenty of waterworks from, from me as I talk about what it's like to be a father of young kids and uh, some of the uh, struggles and also much of the, the joy that comes with that. And you're, you're going to see that in coming episodes. So yeah, I'm recording for them. I'm recording for those that I meet on a day-to-day -day basis. 
not because I think that my voice has anything to do, but because, uh, or anything great or anything uh, significant about it specifically, or that what I say is that importance. Uh, don't get me wrong, I don't uh, really think any of those things. Uh, I do record because I think that what I have to say is important, uh, but not specifically any key person. I, I do this because it keeps me accountable and keeps me talking through and it keeps me thinking about and present with the lives that my life is intertwined with. There are many people in my life that don't know Jesus, that don't know who he is. And that bothers me. There are times when it keeps me up at nights. My heart is broken for these people because I want them desperately to know the truth that I know and that I hold dear. So I record for them. And I'm recording for you, whoever you are listening right now. And here's why. And here's why clay is so important. Here's why it's so important to be a courageous leader. Always, always yearning for more Jesus in your life. First things first, you matter. You matter right now. You matter to somebody. There is somebody out there that is counting on you. Your life has purpose and significance. There is a lie out there that your life doesn't matter, that who you are doesn't matter and what you do doesn't matter, that you can't make the change, that you can't climb the mountain that you're trying to climb, that you can't become the person that you know you need to be. There's a lie out there and you're believing it. Hopefully you're not believing it. Hopefully you're on your way to shutting that lie down. But even after you've done that or think that you've done that, there are times when that lie may creep back up, may resurface. And I want you to know that you have an avenue to go to. Yeah, I'm not listening to what you're saying necessarily, but I'm probably going to talk about it at some point. Because that's what this podcast is going to be about. Going forward, this podcast is going to be about the Christian life. It's going to be about many of the things that you're wrestling with and dealing with. It's going to be about how to be a warrior in the world around you. And it's going to continue to peel back the layers on what it means to be a courageous leader. Note that word courage. It's a very significant word when you put it in front of leadership. We're not talking about leadership by title or by promotion. We're talking about being willing to step outside of the norm, to stand out, to be different. We're talking about stepping up. We're talking about leading, regardless of what the majority of people may or may not be doing. One of my favorite chapters in the Bible is John chapter 15. All of it. And I especially love the second portion where Jesus is telling the disciples, if the world hates you, keep in mind it hated me first. This doesn't mean that you should set out to be hated by those around you. But what it is, is an encouraging note to say, hey, you kind of don't agree with what the world wants to believe. The world wants to make up many gods in yourself and, and myself day in and day out. It wants you to worship yourself. 
yeah, you, you're buying into the fact that it thinks that it wants you to worship everything else. But in reality, it wants you to be the God of your life. That's kind of the mission of the world. How do we make it all about you, what you want, what you need, what you think you need? To go against the world, you're going to need some courage. Courageously leading, always yearning. Now, wow, that seems like a really lofty goal to always be yearning for Jesus. If you really think about it, your heart, your soul is consistently longing. It's consistently longing for something. And until you know Jesus, until you allow Jesus to fill up that void, you're going to keep trying to fill it with stuff. Whether that be uh, a new way of thinking, a new philosophy, a new religion, whatever you're looking for. Maybe it's no religion, yada, yada, yada. You're going to keep filling it, whether it's vanity, whether it's, uh, what, what, honestly, whether it's just accumulation of, of status and success, whatever it may be. You're going to keep trying to fill that void. Until you fill that void with Jesus, you're never going to find anything that's going to fit, that's truly going to satisfy now, for you to be most satisfied with Jesus, you need to continue running towards him, don't you? Not because he's gone anywhere, not because he's left you, no, but because this world's very distracting. It's got a lot of stuff going on, doesn't it? And it's very easy to find yourself distracted and wandering, which is why we, as brothers and sisters in Christ, need to be willing to look one another in the eye and ask, how's your soul? How's your soul? And so that's why I pressed record tonight. And that's why I'm going to continue to press record. Because somebody needs to ask you, how's your soul? What is it that you're yearning for? And with that, we're going to sign off. See you guys on the next episode.